Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy distance professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast, where today we are covering WCW Saturday Night on TBS from January the 25th, 1992. We're almost a month, a full month in to 1992, and there's the superstar. He joined us as I was introing the show. Harper, hold your horses for a minute. Doc, let me ask you first, how are you? I'm doing great, as always. Uh, how are you, Michael? Living the dream, brother. Living the dream. You 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 have chosen to take off of work, but you did it when it's 143 degrees outside. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just doing pin me, pay me all day, every day. Aren't we all? Harper, how you doing tonight, buddy? I'm doing great. Yeah, you watching that All-Star game? N- that's on right now? Well, Uh-oh. they're singing the anthem and they're getting ready to get started. And they just did Uh-oh. the intros and stuff. No. Okay, well. Uh, the You're the baseball guy of the three of us. Oh, Jesus. What? Hold on. Who, me? You're the baseball guy. You'll be Doc. No, you are. Guy. Okay, hold on. Of the three of us, none of us are diehards, but you follow the Dodgers much more closely than me and Doc follow the Rangers. Really? Yes. Come on, Doc. I've been watching a lot this year, though. Baseball baseball kicked out with that that pitch clock, bro. I fucking love that shit, dude. Yes. That's fucking great. Hey, man, we call it down the middle. I said it was a dead sport, and last year it was. (laughs) But they kicked out. Yeah, Yeah, I I did tell Doc that I've seen it with the pitch clock, and um, I have to admit it is refreshing to see a game move along and not just drag ass. Yeah, the guy keeps throwing throws at the fucking first base ten fucking times. Yeah, cut that shit out. Yeah, you fucking dork. He's fucking not strikes. going anywhere. Hey, you know what? If you didn't give up a hit or a walk, his ass wouldn't be on first. So let's get the ball over the plate, let the defense do their job and miss some bats, and maybe that won't be a problem. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Fucking simple. Boom. Uh, it ain't that high, guys. We ain't building a rocket. <laughs> All right. Well. Uh, Doc, um, you said you were all right. Hopper, how you doing? Living a dream still? Yeah, living a dream and rocking out. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I watched one of your uh, podcasts, co-hosts going at it on Twitter. Oh, I want to talk about that. <laughs> I'm sure you do. See? I, I do. I set him up. 
Uh, he did. That, that's a, that's a reverse. It's like a reverse layup here. This yeah, is ain't cute. my business, man. It, it's not our business, but I want to point out something here, dude. I I don't do the whole Twitter back and forth with people. Yeah, bro. me neither, bro. Like I, I got this, bro. my. I've said this before, Doc, and I'm gonna repeat it again. God bless you if that's what you like to do. Cornette is like a glutton for it, I guess. But my personal opinion, I only got so many minutes on this planet and I'm Bruh. not spending it going back and forth with some jackass I don't know. When I when somebody comes at me on Twitter, there's this thing called a mute button. I know how to use it. I mute it and keep moving. I don't have time for stupidity. Should, should we tell everybody what we're talking about here? Well, I mean, I'm assuming y'all talking about the feud with Matt Hardy, Matt Hardy's clique, Cornette, and Brian, I mean, that's their business. Whatever. I'm that ain't me. Okay, yeah. so what? Uh, look, there's people that probably listen to us that don't like Cornette. I tend to on most everything, but if you don't, that's fine. And I'm not going to tell you in this instance that Cornette is right or wrong. I'm going to attempt to do what we always do. Which is find the middle and call that. You see, where they hit a nerve. That's what happened. Well, Who's they? And Goddamn the pal pronouns. Well, here's the Who problem. Who hit the nerve? Who hit the nerve? Cornette and, 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 well, I guess Brian lasts at first and then, you know, Cornette uh, clocked in. But yeah, and they, here's my they fucking hit a nerve. They it's did. Always, it's always the most hurt dog that fucking yelps the loudest. Yep. Okay, so that's what I want to talk about. Yep. You are setting me up tonight. Man, Harper's decided he's going to get 25. He's the he's what the guy that that averages 35 points a game, but tonight he's decided I'm going to get 20 assists. <laughs> I love it. Um These guys are famous. And they have a public profile and they do shit on TV. And He's having trouble. I like the younger generations. I do. They're their future, man. There's so many up, up, but the one thing, and it's not they don't want to work. Nobody wants to work. I don't want to work. I don't. Do you think I want to get up and go to work tomorrow? Come on. Come on, man. Make the point, dude. (laughs) They can't. They they say you go to your workplace, and all these young kids is like they want feedback. No, they don't. They want you to tell them that they're doing a great job. Right. They want you to blow them. Right. And that's the problem here is they use this. It's this toxic negativity. Right. They don't like the shit you're doing. And they're the where they have this where Matt Hardy has this screwed up in my mind is. What they're doing is actually making people mad, which is better than the alternative, which is making people not say or care about anything. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah, it's getting a re- it's getting a reaction. Oh yeah, it is. It's and fucking we, I trending. Like, I, I don't have yeah. a problem with Matt Hardy. He put that he, he had to do an angle where Edge stole his girlfriend that time. We watched Broken Matt Hardy. We watched them bring the baby out there and Tyrus hold the baby. I ain't trying to start nothing because I'm afraid his wife would would just 
stab me or something. I ain't got no problem with it. But this whole, you want all the trappings of fame, but you don't want to hear any criticism. And you want everything to just be positive in your favor. And I don't think it works that way in 2020. Now, there's toxic shitheads on Twitter. And I would advise not only not famous people, but famous people, but everyone as you just said, don't engage on Twitter. It's a it's a cesspool out there. It's a what bunch it... of freaking just uh, chimpanzees <laughs> like strung out on acid throwing shit at feels each other. Like, it feels like Mardi Gras after everybody's done the drugs. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a Jack wild ass scene and nothing good's going to happen. But you're all upset because somebody said that you 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 know, you're boring and blah, 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 blah. Okay. What's the, I don't what's watch. I don't watch whatever he's involved in every single week, but I haven't cared about Matt Hardy since mostly the TNA days. And, well, and here's days. the thing about that. If it was truly about his art and practicing his art and, and being in a positive environment, why did he leave TNA where they were letting him do whatever he wanted and they went and signed with the wwe and a money grab because he knew they weren't going to let him see that vision out up there artistic vision up at stanford <laughs> there's not a chance so you want these guys want it every way their way and that's not how this works so it sounds like you're taking corny and uh, brian's side here I'm not really taking anybody's side because I don't really care. Then why'd you bring it up? I had no plans yeah. on talking about this tonight. Because I just don't like these guys in any sport. It's, I mean, it's it, Matt Hardy sounds like Aaron Rodgers. I want to make $40 million a year, but I don't want to deal with your negativity. <laughs> Motherfucker, it don't work that way. <laughs> you know, I know an executive at work and I was talking to him about it. He goes, yeah, I got to work at night. I get calls early in the morning and you know what? They whip me with money and it's enough that I just, you know, I do it. Yeah, for real, dude. Money talks, bro. So if you're making enough money and you're stealing from the money, Mark, come on over there in AEW, then what's your problem? Because you want everyone to like everything that you do. And that makes you a mark. I, I just feel like like at this point in time, and when I said I don't go back and forth, that's just not my thing, man. If you that's what people want to do, you know, if you want to spend your time doing that, good more power to you. But my my thing is at this point in time, like the AEW crew. And I've been on record in saying I can't listen to Cornette say the same thing every week. I think it's redundant. I think it's boring. When he's talking about AEW, classic wrestling, nah, I'll listen to him all day. I listen to the YouTube clips on the classic wrestling stuff all day long. I will tune that stuff in and just try to make my way through it as I go through life sometimes where I can. But when he's talking about the modern product, there's nothing I want to hear about that. And it's not because I disagree with him. It's just that it's just redundant. It's the same story over and over. And the thing is with the AEW people and even I mean, he to be fair, when I've heard him talk about WWE, he criticizes the piss out of them, too. But you don't I don't know if you really see the same vitriol. But when he goes after AEW, 
it's like they all just get in their feelings and they start getting just ridiculous. And then he got to react to it. And it's like an endless loop. It's like an endless, it's like a hamster wheel. The hamsters on the wheel just keep on turning. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I've said it before, like corny gives AEW free advertisement every single week. I've I've said this numerous times at the same time. If they didn't cover it, how much would their ratings go down? Agree. I wonder that too, and wonder how we how that could be like analyzed in the metrics. You could look at it. I don't want to do it, but I wonder like what that would look like. At the same time, Cornette gives them a free plug every single week. They they're like latching into that too because. They, the AEW talent, in this t- this instance is Matt. Like, I mean, there's been times when it's more than just Matt. Omega's done it. Like, they all do it. They, like, then go at him. And my whole thing always is, if you really, really, really don't want to be bothered with somebody, and I and I know when I say this, Harper, Harper is the same, both of y'all are the same way I am. If you really don't want to be bothered with somebody, Bro, I will turn you the piss off in a heartbeat and will <laughs> will ignore you to no end. And I guarantee you, if you don't get a reaction from me at all, it means I've just absolved myself from any interaction with you as a human being. Harper does it. I know Doc can do it. And that is the one thing that those people, the AEW folks, and, and to be fair, you have Cornette fans that do the same thing. They they can't do that. And I, I just I just can't. Like, I feel like at this point in time, we've been talking about this now for eight minutes or however long. I'm already exhausted with it. Like, I don't even want to talk about it no more because it's just like, here we go again. It's the same old story. So, like, I just wish a lot of times Corny's going to keep doing what he's doing because here's a news flash, everyone. You see them YouTube numbers he does when he talks about this stuff? He's yeah. making bank. He's making bank. I don't even I don't know because I, I don't have access to it, but I know how much money you make from YouTube videos. And when I look at Cornette's numbers, he's making bank. OK, so he's going to keep talking about it because those AEW folks. They're listening to a lot of it. They'll tell you they're not, but you know they are because, oh, did you see Matt Hardy's reaction? And somebody will say, oh, Matt Hardy was just reacting to a tweet that Brian put out there. They're listening. He might have reacted to Brian's tweet, but he's listening. How do I know he's listening? Because if you read any of those tweets, he talks about, oh, the, the toxic cult and, and Cornette ripping into them. every. So we know they're listening. They can't turn it off. It's 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 rather pathetic that it's like that, but they can't turn it off. It's what they do. And I don't the the only way to fix it is just stop listening. Don't listen to it anymore. But they can't do that. And if Tony was a real promoter. Let's get something going in the ring. Oh, bro, I say that all the time. Manage somebody. Dude, if they here's here's what's funny. If the damn wrestling promotions, and it just ain't AEW, if all of them would take what's on Twitter and the vitriol and the angles that get started on Twitter and some kind of way weave that into their storylines on TV, they would be able to print more money than they're already printing. But no, they can't do that because they all have these 
little egos that they cannot just they cannot allow that to happen do you think the young bucks could set aside their ego and matt hardy could set aside their ego to do business with Cornette on television right now no, no none of them could and that's the problem their egos are as fragile as a thin sheet of glass it's that's just waiting for a now, piece of wind to crack speaking it. of analyzing things it's all bullshit. It, it makes it me mad bullshit. because it's that's, stupid. That was, that's why I brought it up because it's all bullshit. Now, here's the other thing. Who do you think the genius was who said, let's have a new show, an AEW show, and put it on Saturday nights two months before college football starts? Harper alluded to Harper, you said this a couple of weeks ago yeah, when you were talking yeah, about yeah. it. I mean, it's just, just it's. And then you got fucking UFC pay-per-views and big boxing matches on Saturday nights. It's just, man. The UFC pay-per-views won't even, they they would end, it comes on from 7 to 9 Central. So it ends when the UFC pay-per-views start at 9. The problem is, uh, Doc and I were talking about this last week, I, I watched my fair share of UFC. And you have prelims, though, before right. the... the that's on right, free TV on ESPN. ESPN. Yeah, exactly. So, and if you have a Mexican in a boxing match, three quarters of Texas is getting that pay per view on a Saturday night. Let me tell you that, bro. I don't even think that's the thing, bro. The college football is gonna kill. College that's football is going to murder that product. Yeah, Dude, college bro, football. They can have is... Jesus on that versus CM Punk. No one's gonna fucking watch it. Man, if you got fucking Georgia versus Tennessee or Alabama versus A&M or anybody else down there in the illiterate states. Come on. Playing, what? He's talking about his own state, too, because they got That's a bunch a, of illiterate oh, assholes yeah. in this state. LSU were, LSU were for a 7 o'clock kick. They've been there at 12 hours drinking in the parking lot. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't nobody watching the wrestling. I, I loved, personally, I loved the idea of Saturday Night Wrestling. I watched it the other night because it was like, dude, I, I got wasted on Friday night. So I was like, I'm going to just chill here and watch some wrestling. But once college football starts, you better find a new day for your product. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, tonight, uh, later on tonight, uh, Dark Side of the Ring, Adrian Adonis. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I forgot about that. I'm interested. I think we all are. Yeah, yeah so by the time this comes out, we'll have recorded and released the patron episode. So I hope we you sure. enjoyed that. Yeah, we hope you enjoyed it by the time you listen to it. If you are <laughs> we're gonna watch if it you, tonight and hope you enjoy it later. It, and then if, earlier we're gonna I don't know. Yeah, if you're all, if if you if you are uh if you watched it and enjoyed it, guess what? The episode is on Patreon, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Don't where, tell us how it is. We haven't watched it yet. Where Doc and I reviewed it. So wonder, I wonder how that went. Tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. In hindsight and in the future, we may do that live. Yeah, we have, we're trying to figure that we're trying to figure that out as we speak. So when you listen to it, you may have heard it live. Who knows? I tell yeah, you we what. Be in person. 
Yeah, tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Not only do you get that one, but you also get the JYD one, all the other Dark Side of the Ring reviews we've done, all the Tales from the Territories reviews we've done, the Clash that aired a week ago now. What was it, Clash 18, Doc and I review, because Harper couldn't make it that night. All of that on Patreon, tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. And we did have one new patron this week, Mike H., Hall of Fame patron. Thanks for signing up. And big time shout out to Disrespectfully Classy, Marky Blassie, Mike Trudy, Joe Ice. Good old Justin, thank you for your generous support each and every month on Patreon and being the sponsors of this show. But again, if you want the clash, you want the Adrian Adonis Dark Side of the Ring review, the Tales from the Territories reviews, tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. 400 episodes are waiting for you to sign up. And... As always, I'll give you a free month if you email me, bookingtheterritory at gmail.com. Hey, Harper, what were you about to say about Adrian Adonis? No, I just, the only thing I know about him was, was the WWS stuff. Oh, I saw him, I saw him here um, when they used to show Southwest Championship Wrestling and he was the champ down in San Antonio. It was good. He was good. Oh, you saw that in DFW when you were younger? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yep. That makes Steve sense. Stack with the microphone, Adrian Adonis, Bob Sweet Dan, Eric Embry. We talk about that all the time. Boy, those were the days when you just Those were the days. And you find some wrestling, you're like, holy shit, what the piss is this? I'm in love. And, you know, I thought at the time <laughs> I wish I had this big community that the world that I could, like, talk to about this stuff. And then I see what happens on the Internet when people talk about this shit, and I'm like, eh. Well, Lance does it. You stay away from Lance. Hopper, Hopper, give Lance a hard time. Uh, Doc, we did have Lance a, doesn't we, have a long shelf life because world class has got to be almost out of business. No, we we got some stuff planned. That's what you don't know. We're not we're not going to stop doing world class stuff. Oh, well, so I think when we finish Saturday nights. We should start over at 85 and do, what was it, NWA Pro or main event? Oh, God. I'm not doing that, no. Yeah, bro. Come on. No. We are, the I, we are the real switch. challenge is we not when Saturday night ends. It's when we get to those Nitro years. Oh, my bad. God. Dude, no, bro. No. We're switching to Nitro. We made that decision. No. Yeah. I am not reviewing the fucking... You know, Jim Powers versus, you know, <laughs> fucking uh, Max Muscle in the fucking studio coming out like the Terminator with the smoke and shit. No. No. We're going to. We gonna said that, Hopper. We're, when, when Nitro starts, we're switching to Nitro. Oh, okay, well, good. Fuck that yeah. shit. Oh, but what I was. But, but what I was saying, the fucking dungeon, of, the, the dungeon of doom, and and and, and. Uh, we sat through the juicer and Norman. Jesus, yeah, but that dungeon of doom shit lasts for a while. And and the juicer and Norman didn't. Yeah, but that's just two guys. This is a whole like main event faction. That, they relegated a lot of that to Saturday night. No, dude. No, no, they had. I remember seeing that shit on that. Yeah, show. that was their main because. They were the main heels because they feuded with with Flair and Hogan and Macho Man. So the big problem we have is when Nitro goes to three hours. That's oh, the big problem. we already yeah. talked about that. You, yeah. me, and you, Doc. Yeah, fast forward through fucking. But there's a while where it's only an hour. No, no. Okay, so here here's what's gonna happen. I already talked to Doc about this. Those three hour episodes, 
we might cover it in a week, but there's going to be some stuff we just like maybe breeze through in it. But ultimately, there's not going to be a free show every week because the uh, the next thing they do is they're going to have a pay-per-view every month. So if Nitro happens and then there's a pay-per-view on that Sunday, it's going to be free show. Patreon's going to get a pay-per-view that week. And ain't gonna be no, and it, 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 we're gonna skip a week. We we won't be skipping a week, but the free feed will be skipping a week because the only so, thing will be available will be on the Patreon feed that week, which will be. The I feel I feel like Harper gave everybody the right advice a minute ago when he said get it their ass behind the paywall and yeah, stay get there. over there and fucking stay there and 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 you will like it. <laughs> hey Doc, we do have um. We did have a couple of five star views. Uh, I have one. Well, there's there's actually two, but but our buddy Joe Ice he must have fat fingered it because it's a one star. But if you read it, it's it's definitely a five star. So, Joe, that Joe, up, that confuses the algorithms, brother. Yeah, it fucks up. For, oh yeah, I watched the fucking love, a love fucking movie. It fucked up my, my fucking uh, algorithm for the. What a fucking Tubi. <laughs> now I got these fucking love stories and shit popping up now. <laughs> ah, that's funny. You have they up his taken algorithm. Benoit out of the nitros? Mm, that's a good question. Probably not. No. I these episodes so. are short. Well, that's They've because... taken something out. No, 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 no. You're you're not realizing that all of those commercials and all of that is not in those nitros. If you're looking at it on like the cock right now, yeah, but an hour and fifteen minutes out of three hours is commercial. Well, it depends. What was the date? What was the date on that one? Two thousand. Give me, give me a, give me a month. I don't know. Okay, that was so the reason. Like, I- no, here we go. In ninety nine. Oh shit! I gotta turn the volume down. It's like two hours and twenty minutes. That's I what I'm saying. That so that's a week, that's a three hour episode with, with forty I minutes quit. commercials. I so, quit now. All right, yeah. five star review, Doc. Let, let's uh, let's get this out. It's let's, from uh, John Van Damage. Um, I don't have the whole title of it. It's thank you for being something. Absolutely perfect. And uh, he uh, is a member of the JV Goon Squad. That is, JV does the show with Mike Pru and Rick Beebe, the ECW show. The show though. So there you go. Uh, and this is a great five star review. Mike Mills and company murder every episode. Wicked, fun, hilarious, and informative with great takes, bad takes, deep state takes, woke takes. This podcast network has a flavor for all wrestling fans and a robust library of wrestling goodness. Any wrestling fan will be perfectly satisfied in adding BTT into their rotation. Thanks for the moments, fellas. Keep doing what y'all are doing. P.S. Doc, good luck with round two of the roller coaster ride that is Kyrie. He means Kyrie Irving if you don't like basketball. And you know what? He's going to average 26 points a game. Luca's going to average 28. I'm liking what I see with the summer league already. I've checked out a couple of games. Mavericks are looking to win, I don't know, north of 80 games this season. And I'm feeling good about it. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> this isn't a basketball podcast, but I'm here to tell you, you have lost your mind if you think Kyrie gonna happen, bro. <laughs> is going to help your team. Did I have a basketball podcast, though, really? 
Can you have one? You can could do whatever I, the hell you want. One. Oh, you could do one because you're very knowledgeable about the game. Yeah. I wouldn't want to do it with you. Maybe you should go find, you know, one of your friends out there who like yeah. basketball like you do. It ain't going to be me. I'm not talking about – I will I not have, be talking well, about – I only have white friends and they don't like basketball. Okay. Come on. I mean, I'm just not talking about that game Wait, are you for, my friend Mike? Might I'm not talking about that game for many no. There's no. I got a family. We could break, break down Zion's uh posting up bro. down low at the buffet. Now, if you want to break down something from Zion, it will be that OnlyFans model that torched him so bad on Twitter that her Twitter got suspended. Didn't that you say was some funny his shit. dick was trash? Uh, she said a lot of stuff before her Twitter Something like, suspended. I let you nut in me or something. Oh, or... my God. Yeah, she went off on him. Oh, my God. What? Harper, you're not aware of this? I knew she said some shit, but like I, I didn't realize it was that. I thought it was like, oh, you're an asshole. Yada, yada. Oh, no. Bitch shit. It was she something like you. I let you nut and me, and you had this other hoe running around. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, she was very. She she was she went off. Bro, she went like, off. She was she was upset. Yeah. Oh, okay, so so what? You're a hoe. Who's <laughs> gonna hoe? I mean, what do you like? You served your purpose. Now go sit I guess, down. The show's I over. Guess I guess she thought that was her meal ticket. Yeah. I don't wrong, know. Wrong. I mean, she seems to be a very successful OnlyFans model. Exactly. So I, what you worried about then? I don't know. The, uh, she ought to be worried about the food bill if she got with Zion. He's like a being a horse. Right. <laughs> right. It's a, One. Hmm. It's like, no, I hear uh, Cornette say, ah, well, they, uh, they should be out drinking and trying to get laid. They're just playing video games. Nowadays, no way. Because it's <laughs> right. shit like this. Right. If you Because, dude, just imagine in the 80s, if they had social media, how many of these trifling assholes would go on Twitter. I stand, I fuck Stanford at Midnight Express and he won't. He won't return my phone calls. He's a piece of shit. I, you see, back then, I mean, you could fuck a bitch and just disappear like fucking Batman. You can't just do that now. into the crowd, like at a right. like at a walking out of a football stadium. You just disappeared into the crowd and you were gone. <laughs> because because the only way to get in touch with someone was that phone number, and if you didn't have a phone number, they were gone. Or or a correct last name. Right, and and, and the thing is now, there's oh. I'm going to go Uh-oh. on his Twitter. I'm going to go on his fucking Instagram. I'm going to cyberstalk him. Yeah. Fuck, bro. You have any cyberstalkers? Me? Yeah. No. Not that special fellow that tried to <laughs> choke you out a couple years ago? No. Okay. You don't have dude, a smartphone. That dude told Hopper, you're not getting out of here alive. I'm going <laughs> to. <laughs> that's that's real heat, brother. That's that's special heat. Come on, you're not getting out of here alive. <laughs> Fucking Thor. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, one one more five star review, real quick, before we get into the main show. Uh, the best podcast period by Joseph Ice. This is the one and only podcast that will get my money. Mike Mills is the hardest working podcaster in the business, except if the Mid South. <laughs> 
except if the mid south except of the mid south podcast <laughs> mike crockett brings knowledge of the northeastern territories World-class historian Lance Peterson and Hard Body Harper is the best wrestling personality not in the WWE or AEW. They cover the classic 80s and 90s wrestling promotion from the NWA, Smoky Mountain, ECW, and World Class. If you want to laugh and enjoy pro wrestling, this is the podcast for you, and I totally freaking agree. Thank you, Joe, for not only putting that review out there, but being one of the sponsors of this show. It's greatly appreciated. Um, Yeah. So, Doc, anything else? Any other flips and dives before we get into the uh, main portion of the show this week? Uh, no. Hey, we have so a, we are... uh, uh, like a, what do you call it? Pay-per-view coming up soon, right? Soon. Um, like, but we just had the clash, though, so we had a little bit. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, again, this is... Saturday night on TBS, January the 25th of 1992. Uh, As the show opens up, we see the aftermath of the main event from the clash we covered on Patreon at tinyurl.com slash PatreonBTT. We had Rick Rude and Steve Austin, almost called him Stone Cold Steve Austin, versus Steamboat and Sting. And um, Rick Rude, at the end of that, beat the piss out of a bunch of security guys who were enhancement talent and he whipped Ricky Steamboat's hydrated back with a belt. Come on. Just saying as we're looking at the You better be careful. Here. Did you see the judge that used that term? No. I I said hydrated back. There's a judge somewhere in I think in like El Paso or something that called used that term from the bench. Not oh, hydrated wow. back. The one Mike likes to use. No, no, no. I, okay, so first off, I never, I don't like when you do this because there are people out there who don't get that you're joking, and they'll <laughs> they'll literally legitimately think I said that, and I did not say that. I said Robert Gibson's back was hydrated. I didn't say that term <laughs> that, is, that you that is like to say said. that I said. Nobody had ever said that a back was hydrated <laughs> until you started doing spin control. No, I never called him that name. I said, oh, my God, he's whipping Robert Gibson's back and his back is wet. I didn't say that word that you keep saying I said. It's well, funny because some of the terms you've said over the years. Oh, wait, I, I got a funny one. I got a funny one. So one of our longtime patrons, Craig W. out there, who's been a bit of a BTT real life help desk support ticket for me with computer issues from time to time. He was talking about something on Patreon where that's what it was. Hopper, he said, wow, BTT sensitivity training is something. Hopper can call Latinas coyotes, but... Last week, Doc, when you called something the Asiatic spike, Harper says, you can't say that. Right. <laughs> so so he governs himself and says, you can't say Asiatic spike. You can't say that. But, but, but he has no problem saying Latino women are like coyotes. Coyotes. That's nice. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's what they sound like, a fucking coyote. <laughs> All right, Damn. let's keep this show moving. Please. Um, so, Hopper, 
I'm going to rewind something because I know you couldn't join us for the clash. At the during the clash and before the clash, Jim Ross had been hinting that the Freebirds were going to have a new look and kind of a new attitude. And in this first match, which this week uh, Saturday night takes place in Kansas City at the Municipal Auditorium, it was taped January 26, nineteen ninety two, January twenty second, nineteen ninety two. I'm sorry, the Freebirds are taking on Greg Sawyer and Tommy Rich, and the Freebirds were kind of still acting like heels at the clash, and they kept telling us about this new attitude that they would have. And they were, they were like just supposedly changed. Well, they, nothing seems changed except for their ring attire, which as you saw here is very, I don't know how to describe it. Uh, let's see. What you see it. They got like black, very wingerish. I was going to say poison. Okay, I was going to ask y'all. Um, I mean, Doc, you saw him at the Clash. Harper's seeing him now. Hey, What's so different about Bad him? they're not Street either. Oh, God, really? I mean, what's so different about him? They're clapping like they're... I... Well, they... Okay, so so okay, here's so... What, what here's what gets me, Doc. They have been heels, but they were still getting cheered, kind of, as Freebirds. And supposedly this new attitude is... They're baby faces and they're leaning into the cheers and stomping. I don't, I don't know. I don't. So are they saying they were heels and now they're supposed to be baby faces or they were faces and they're supposed to be heels, but they're, they're acting the same to me. The only thing different is the, is the attire. They got a new attitude. I mean, doc, help me out. Is something different that I'm just not seeing? Well, first of all, they, so they used to be kind of like this is hard to explain, but I think Harper's going to get this. Before they like in the eighties in Dallas, they were presented as sort of like Skinnered. Yes. And then in WCW, I don't know some other like metal band, maybe or rock and roll band, but like you know, kind of cool. And this is more like, po- like use it poison or winger. Yeah. And those are subtle distinctions in all of our, our non-white friends in the audience. They can go, hey, look, it's just a bunch of crackers playing loud guitars. <laughs> but if you know what you're looking at, Harper and I both were like, yeah, that's different. Yeah. I mean, to an era in world class, it, it, it was a whole different animal. Yeah, absolutely. And so it's just so they're so they're not using um Bad Street anymore, like a rock band. They're using it sounds like they're using some song that sounds like that poison cover of your mama don't dance and your daddy oh, don't Oh boy. Yeah, oh boy is right. See you see how <laughs> Harper's reaction was? Brett Michaels played here on uh, the 4th of July. Here being in New Orleans? Yeah. They, they, every 4th of the, uh, for the past couple of years, they have to, the Uncle Sam jam at fucking Lafayette Park. And it was Brett Michaels and Starship was the two main eventers. We built this <laughs> city on rock and roll. Yeah. They're also the ones 
they're also the ones that sing that terrible song that Orange Cassidy comes out to. Oh, and, uh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Freebirds win in their new look as they are supposedly solidified as baby faces, although they or were Tommy Rich faces. Um, double DDT to Sawyer and hey, I'll go out there, but I ain't eating the pen. I don't blame him. Later. He's going to eat something else later? You mean snort something else later? I, I can't confirm that. That seems hard, hurtful. Okay. If you were in a room with Tommy Rich for two minutes, you would be like, who is this jackass? Come on. You'd be ready he to and I would be fighting up. over the pitcher of beer. As old as he is, it wouldn't be much of a fight. Let's go to the Freebirds now and... Yeah, I just got to play it, and we'll see what's going on. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to TBS. Great crowd here in Kansas City. Freebirds certainly very popular here. But, Jimmy Jam, I'm a little bit confused. I know that you're the new Freebirds, but where do you stand after the clash this past Tuesday? Oh, where do we stand, Mr. Ross? That's a very funny question. The fact is this. The fabulous Freebirds stand wherever they want to stand. The real question here... Bobby Eaton stand right now. Obviously not here in front of us. Are they get their butts knocked off? Because I'm telling you right now, we're coming. Opportunity's knocking, and we're going to be the first ones to open the door. We're coming for those titles, and we're going to get them one way or another. Well, you know, first of all, and I say, Kansas City, who does get down? concerned where we're coming from what you better worry about is where we're going to and who the hell we're going through because we are bad we are bad and don't forget i can't say why we do what we do but we're the free birds and that's our excuse all right ladies and gentlemen a few moments we'll see the united states anyway uh you got anything from that doc they they want on wasn't Bobby's good. It, it wasn't good. Um, we're back, but they didn't go anywhere. Th- that's my point. Like when I was earlier, like didn't they? So Harbert, you you didn't miss you missed Say, it. No push pause, push pause, push pause. Okay. They kept they kept talking about Jr. kept saying, "Oh, you know they they changed. They got a new attitude. They've changed. They're gonna have a new attitude." And then we see him at the clash, and it's like. Eh, okay, that seems like the same people. And in here, they just seem like they're leaning more into being the baby faces. But I don't know. It doesn't seem like they changed that much. They've been leaning into being baby faces and tweeners for months. Yeah. But they found Jesus. Maybe what? so. That's what all wrestlers do. Yeah. They do a lot of dirt and then they go but find Jesus. That usually happens a little later. Maybe. They're older guys, though. Why do they need to be baby faces? They need to be I heels think, getting over young teams. Yeah, Harper, do, do what do you do? You think they need to be baby faces? No. Yeah. I mean, the crowd was definitely uh, responded to them. Yeah. Very true. 
What the building reaction? is that in, in Kansas City? Kansas Municipal Auditorium. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Doc, any other thoughts on this promo before we keep going into the top ten? No, I, I'm not a fan of whatever this is. Now, have you noticed on the spellings here, they just gave up on Cactus. <laughs> let's see. All right, well, let's see. Hold on. Cactus. So, <laughs> let me just say this. This is why you got to be a patron so you can watch the video <laughs> version of these things. We're looking at the top 10, and they start with, you know, 6 through 10. And first off, they've got the city and state for Ron Simmons, Dustin Rhodes, and Terry Taylor, who's the Taylor made man. For Big Van Vader, they said, screw it when it came to the state. All they've got is Rocky Mountains, which, okay. But for Cactus, all they have is his weight. They don't have a city or state. They just said, screw it, like Doc said. Well, they were like, we can't we can't figure out how to spell Pittsburgh, so we'll just drop Zabisco out of the top ten, but Cactus <laughs> has to be in there, and nobody can figure out how to spell consequences. Maybe, I don't know, we'll just they have it, enough room. No, no, they got enough room. They're, they're, character limitation, character limitations is not the problem here, Hopper. Do not try to make an excuse for these incompetent idiots. Okay, right. Yeah, he's right, Harper. Now <laughs> they probably said, "Well, he's from Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. We'll just make him from Albuquerque," and then that created such a big problem that they just quit. Here, here's something I, I'm not like an English major or like this, like person who's a stickler for spelling things correctly. But by 1992, they had they had long since standardized abbreviations for states in the United States to two letters. Yes. OK, so Minnesota is MN. Car- California is CA. North Carolina is NC. I can't. You know, something that drives me up a wall. You'll notice, like, for Michigan, they got M-I-C-H. Wow. That doesn't drive me as crazy as the C is capitalized and the A is oh little. Oh, my God. And the yeah. N-C is both capitalized. <laughs> yes, dude, these people are fucking idiots. I don't care, but have a reason why you're doing what you're doing. This no, just let me, says, let me, we got to get this shit done quick before TV starts. Here's Here's my problem with it all. Just be consistent. If Rocky you want to just right, and for cactus, you put nothing. Nothing. Yeah, this just... pisses me off that the second letter is not capitalized. See, North right. Carolina is right. So right, that's what I'm saying. They, they can't say they don't know because I guess, they like, did. Somebody it. else must have been doing it, and they walked away. And then someone else that was a fucking idiot must have started typing and shit. I, I, I don't <clears> get it why they can't just go. I guess I guess no one gave a fuck. Well, like, here's the thing. I get that quality control wasn't as big of a thing in 92. I know it wasn't as big of a thing in the territories because Doc and I have had this discussion. All three of us had about how things were misspelled Mid-South and world-class for, for, for you know, it happened. I mean, I saw Mid-South and world-class both spell Ric Flair with a K. He's only your world champion at that time. How do you not know that, right? The problem is 
Those are territories. We know there's no quality control. This is a national cable platform. What? Can we not be consistent with this stuff? And I just realized something. Does that say Ravis Ming Rick Rude? Oh, my God. Ravish. I can't see it. It says Ravish. There's Ravis no Ming. H. There's no H. It looks like an M or. or... No, I, think that's a, I think that's a crazy H. Okay. Bullshit. I think it's a crazy H. It says R A V. What's that? I S M I N G. That's an H. Maybe it's, okay. no, it's not. It. it <laughs> this is how bad WCW is. They've got us questioning whether or not an H is an H. God, maybe they. I don't know. Maybe it's someone. That's from an H. H. No, it's not. I think it's an H, but the little part that's supposed to be tall isn't tall enough. And you know, yeah, we I, are think in I think it's an H. We are you in know why? I-S-M-I-N-G. You know why I think it's an H? Because if you look at the city, Robbinsdale, Minnesota, that is a B, but for some reason, the copy we have, it's like the, the, the stem of the B is like really cut care. off. Still okay. Yes. We are infuriating 100% of our audience right now. We are. So we should move along. <laughs> so there's the top 10, everybody. And coming out of the top 10, we uh, go to Rick Rude versus someone that we don't have a name for because I don't think I ever heard them say the name. All we saw is Rick Rude come out. And Rude does his gimmick, cut the effing music, not effing, but you know how he does it, and does a little dick dancing and strips for the fat women in a crowd. And the guy in the ring that Rude is going to wrestle looks like he's half pints. That's what I, I just put Rick Rude versus Little Fella. He really does. Look, hold on. You're going to see it, Hopper. He is tiny next to Rick this, Rude. This dude is, and like Rick Rude isn't a giant. What do you think? 6'2, 6'3, maybe? Yeah, I, yeah. And I always tall, thought he was about that. But th- I mean, this looks like abuse. <laughs> Let half pint go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Free He's half. looking chiseled, cut, ripped, buff, cut. All right, Hoffman, and here then it comes. He's wrestling this little sack of potatoes. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> This guy's shoulders are at the top rope. Yes. Meanwhile, like, the top rope. Is, is... Hey, hey. Hello, look, look at this. What, look, what look, the look. fuck? Did you see that? Look how short he Let me. He I'm going to pause worse. it. He got closer. Right. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't look bad right there. But when he stands next to him, look at that. He looks like half pint in there. He's got half pint's hair and everything. Where's his press hat? Dude, he looks like somebody sawed Owen Hart off at the knees. <laughs> Look how short this little fella is, man. How is this the, okay. a, uh, an angle? I don't think no, so. No, it's just a, it's just a little fella. Just Dude, this guy is short. Okay, yeah, he, if Rick Rude is 6'3", let's just say Rick Rude 6'2". I really can't remember exactly how tall I, he was. 6'2 sounds right. He, that guy is, what, 5'6", five, 5'5"? Five, five? Yeah, yeah, oh, he's shorter five. than that. You think, yeah, bro. I think he's five. He's got. Three. I think he's about five three or five four. Man, that dude's short. 
That's a little fella, bro. And Rick Rude abuses the piss out of him. He has to at that point. <laughs> look, look at that. Look at <laughs> That's a terrible cameraing your finger for the little fella. <laughs> this dude, is like what would happen if I wrestled if I wrestled half pint. Dude, I, I Rude destroys. <laughs> this is him. what I do to half pint on the football picks. <laughs> Let half pint go. I'm just half out there pint. thinking about other things while I'm killing him, and he's picking the Titans. He, look! Look! He doesn't even like try yeah. to lift them. It's right. just—it's just, it's just he a, spiked him, dude. <laughs> it's like he's—it's like he's in there with like a like a seven-year-old. It's like when I'm playing with my daughter and I'm wrestling with one of her big stuffed animals. <laughs> It's pretty bad. Let half pint go. And then watch this. We're going to miss the oh, finish. Oh, Awaken. Yeah, because they cut the Paul Lee when he hits the Rude Awakening. <laughs> and that's it. Jeez. He wins. Yeah. What all the right. Fuck? It was a squash. He takes a nap on the little fella. <laughs> who, 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 who was that? That's got to be someone's kid. They didn't say his name, and I don't have it. So they didn't I don't know say his was. name. No, they didn't say his name. What the fuck? I, it I overwhelmed it. Rick Rude versus some little fella. That's what I have too. <laughs> I have Rick Rude versus the little fella. <laughs> uh, it's pretty bad. If you again, you. Patrons, tiny. If you're not a patron, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. If you want to see how little this dude really is, he's little. That he is guy a little fella. Is small, bro. Yeah. All right. Well, we keep going and we go to the WCW magazine segment with Eric Bischoff. He throws to a replay of Jesse Ventura making his debut at the Clash yes. and the announcement of Sting versus Lex Luger for the world title at Super Brawl 2, which is. A little more than a month from now, on February 29th, 1992. Um, they also announced, although we saw it at the Clash, that Kip Fry, I'm sorry, K. Allen Fry, is the new EVP replacing Jim Hurd. And they re-aired the promo they showed of uh, from Luger at the Clash when Luger cut the promo. And then Sting cuts a quick promo. It's a new promo from Sting. Uh, goes on for a while. Sting yells that he has already proved himself, but he will do it again when he beats Luger. Uh, Doc, any thoughts on everything we saw here from Jesse with the replay and anything from Sting? Sting is Sting. Sting is Sting. Uh, for the record, Harper, Jesse coming in, cutting a promo at the Clash was a very much breath of fresh air. It felt yeah. big time when he introduced him. He felt big uh, time. He shit. looks big time. He is big time. Yeah, definitely. 100%. It was good. Good shit. All right, and then Bischoff also throws to a replay of Cactus Jack and Abdullah from last week, Saturday night, when they fought up the aisle, down the aisle, depending on which way you want to look at it. And on that note, I need to get to a segment that I've been waiting to talk to Harper about. Uh, because Harper, Doc and I saw a debut on The Clash, or a re-debut, depending on how you want to look at it. Doc, would you like to tell Harper who... Um, who debuted or re-debuted at the Clash? It's a guy who uh, really likes to uh, stick. He he thinks that L.A. Knight is no good because uh, he's just being the rock. 
But he was Vinny Vegas, so he needs to shut the fuck up. Well, you you blaming him for that, but that's not his fault. Who? Kevin Nash. I did you see where he's busting on Eli Drake though? I mean, I didn't, but yeah, he was he was calling him out, going, "It's a ripoff." He should, you know, can't everybody see it? Oh, oh, you're saying Kevin Nash is saying that Eli Drake or LA, LA Knight, Knight is ripping off Stone Cold? He's just Cold's doing gimmick. the rock, and he's getting over. That's bullshit. Okay, dude. All right. Let me tell you something. LA I like Kevin Knight, Nash, but LA I don't have to agree with everything he says. More charisma okay? than Kevin Nash will ever think about having. Oh. L.A. Knight is a star. A yeah. star, and we said that years ago. Years ago on TNA. We were, Doc and yeah. I were talking Impact back then, and he was, our, he was a star. We were the, we so, were like, I feel like we were the first of the game on that, too. We were, because until then, not many people had seen him, because he really we hadn't been. We were the only been. ones dumb enough to watch Impact. Come on. Yeah, we were the only one. Like We were like, oh, this dude's a star. We're the only ones that really like wrestling around here. Well, we got some six man. Oh, go ahead, Hopper. You about to say something? Do y'all get that channel that that Impact comes on? I do. Oh, I do. Really? I watch it every once in a while. I don't. I do. <laughs> you don't watch this? Yeah, but like I don't even have that fucking channel. <laughs> oh. Oh, you don't even Hulu. have the channel. Oh, yeah, it is it's on Hulu Live. Is it? I think you just it don't is. Like wrestling? Just tell us. Yeah, it's on, on there. I thought it was. Do you have AX, uh, access? I, I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm. Maybe I'm. <laughs> maybe I'm just thinking I saw it and didn't. I don't know. Then again, there's. I don't watch it every week. There's no way. But My if name you is ain't not... watching this, how are you gonna watch that? Yeah. Well, I watch this. You're talking to Harper, and he's saying, "Yeah, right, exactly." <laughs> you talk. We you. got sick. We got six-man tag action here. Cactus Jack and Vinny Vegas and Mr. Hughes versus Abdullah the Butcher, Ron Simmons, and Big Josh. This is a what the piss are we doing? Simmons, Abdullah, and Big Josh. What the fuck? Yeah. And it goes on for like seven minutes. Not a lick. Uh... I mean, I don't have anything other than the finish. This is not. <laughs> this is main. This was dumb. Who the fuck books this shit. Well, they Mike, keep telling this story the last few weeks about Abdullah and Cactus fighting because brothers fight it out, you know, and they were technically a team and together, but they keep getting on each other's nerves and they keep fighting up the aisle, and it's been going on for several weeks now. Get on and, the internet. Tell them we don't like this. Yeah. yeah, let's get on the internet. That's a great idea. Complain like Jeff Hardy or Matt Hardy or whoever did. Tell him no. Okay, so I was making fun of Nash earlier, but the guy has a good build. And now that you don't make him blonde, he doesn't look like Sting. He's got a great build. Let's put a shirt on him and make him look like the white version of, like, Mr. Hughes so they look like they're making a buddy movie, like a buddy cop movie or shit. The problem is he's going to start cutting promos and... He, he's Vinny Vegas, supposedly from Vegas, but they try to make him sound like the Sopranos hadn't come out by then. He sounds like a Dollar Tree Sopranos actor. It's terrible. 
So maybe he should have tried to copy The Rock like uh, L.A. Knight's doing. It's bad. Watch when he starts cutting promos. Like I but can't hey, wait for original. I can't wait for Harper to, to hear him cut a promo. He's gonna be like, "What the shit is this?" I've never heard. Hey. Cut, I've never heard Vinny Vegas cut a promo. Bruh, it's he sounds like a Dollar Tree Sopranos character. It's the best. Can't way to wait. It. Sounds tremendous. Yeah. Um, long story short, Abdullah and Cactus are fighting up the aisle. Meanwhile, in the ring, Hughes pins Big Josh. JR says, I have been informed that Cactus and Abdullah are fighting in the locker room. Okay. Jim Ross then throws the footage of Sting. You, hold on. If, if Abdullah's attacking people, why wouldn't he attack his own partners again like he did Buddy Lee Parker? I don't know, bro. Is it because yeah. Ron Simmons is unfuckwithable? None so. of this makes sense. Look, we're in the middle of a management change. We went from her to K. Allen Fry, one of your good friends. You know, Ugh. it happens. Okay, Jim it's Ross true. throws to footage of Sting, Lex Luger, and Sid Vicious. Since Sid, listen to this logic. Since Sid was a common opponent of Luger and Sting, they first show Sting versus Sid from Halloween Havoc 90. Then we see Luger versus Sid from Clash of the Champions 2. We've done 18 at this point, so that was 16 ago. And Luger won that one, so Sting and Luger both beat Sid. Was Is like the story they try to tell, which I'm not even mad at him because, well, where's Sid right now? <laughs> and they're showing <laughs> these two beat Sid. So, you know. I kind of give them credit for doing what they're doing here. Thoughts, Doc? I don't have a problem with it. I've just seen it before, so I didn't watch it again. Come on. Mm-hmm. So that's that. All right. Yeah. Next, we go to Marcus Bagwell versus Rip Rogers. Doc, I'll go to you. Any thoughts on Bagwell versus uh, one of the most underrated talents, probably of the generation, Rip Rogers? I mean, Rip's great. And Bagwell's not smooth here, as we've talked about in previous weeks. But Rip is a perfect kind of opponent for him to continue to get reps in. Yeah, I wanted to look. I wanted to see who he's been working with on like all the house shows and stuff. Bagwell, I mean, because I'm sure he's, you know, that's the best part about this. You know, he's working every single night. And hopefully right. he's working with guys like Rip that can that can teach him. Because, um, I mean, Rip pretty much got this whole thing, controlled it, and sold for him and made him look like a million bucks, and that's that. So Bagwell's going to hit Rip with a uh, cradle suplex of sorts, and then he defeats Rip Rogers, and um, that's a wrap. One, two, three. Hit him, did you say you hit him with the perfect plex? Basically, I called it a cradle, but yeah, that's what it was. So, Doc, from there, it's time for a Bagwell promo. And this is kind of interesting because the tailor-made man's going to run in. Here it is. It is surely like Marcus Alexander Bagwell, I can tell you that. What a victory you had this past Tuesday at the Clash of Champions. What a career you're having already in the early stages. Jim, I tell you, I can't tell you how excited I am to be in the WCW. It's a dream come true, Jim, my whole life since I was a kid. I dreamed about this moment, and now I'm finally getting my chance. And with all these good people behind me, I'm going to go all the way. 
another great that was a great victory very fun he's a nice young man but like why don't you run along because the tailor-made man has something to say go ahead go ahead i thought this was my interview time no you're mistaken it's okay hey, look go on and go on back the tailor-made man has something to say now go on go on Fine young man, but he's not tailor-made. I got something to say to everybody out there. What up? You like it now? You all learned. I love it. I'm a tailor-made man. This kid in a few years will be all right, but right now I'm the man. Telling everybody out there right now that I'm going to carve a path through WCW, and there's going to be bodies everywhere. You're going to see some videos in the future to see what exactly it's like to be tailor-made, because you'll never be able to relate to it. Keep looking up to me, and maybe someday you'll learn something. It's 1992. It's the year to be living tailor-made. All right. Uh, well, thank you very little. The humble tailor-made man, and we come back. Heavy Metal Van Hammer takes on Young Pistol. Tracy Smothers after this timeout. Don't you like Bagwell there? He's like, I want to thank all these nice people. He, I swear he got that line from Ricky Morton. Or you didn't like that? I didn't like that he got punked out and just left. Well, he's a kid. Yeah. He's just trying to be like, rather, what can I say? Um, yeah. Respectful. He, and yeah, respectful. and I'm the new you know. guy. Yeah. He's not trying to make any waves right now. He's like, all right, well, yeah, let's see what happens. And it makes Taylor look like a dick. So Well, and Taylor was out there trying to sound like a dollar store Ric Flair. I think Taylor does well in this role. Uh, Papa, were you on the show with us when Taylor. he broke he up? He should with, be with the York Foundation, fella. Were you on the show when he broke up with Mrs. York and told her to go kick rocks? Yeah, we saw that. Okay, I, I wasn't sure. Down. That's right. Destroyed it. He got some stank on his hang low and told her, I'm done with you. I'm baby. done, bitch. You served your purpose. By the way, everybody's requesting a new tagline after the last one that you said when you said, Relieve it, bitch. Relieve it, bitch. <laughs> Bruh, I got so much feedback <laughs> from that eight minutes of the show when we revisited Abducted in Plain Sight for the 90 millionth time. Everybody was like, that's like the best 10 minutes in show history. Because we laughed at that poor man again. All because I blame Harley Race wanting to talk about Vader not relieving Eligante. Oh, come on. It's just kid stuff, Vader. We were laughing. He said, oh, Bob, it's just kid stuff. <laughs> so I reached over. And, I, uh, and relieved him in an act of masturbation. Uh, I violated wow. my trust with my wife. You know, Let's... an act of masturbation has never been said kind of like hydrated back. These things just have never been said. Yeah. In an act of masturbation. I don't well, care how much afterwards. or Doc begged me. I'm not relieving either one of you all, okay? It's Come never on. happening. Just close your eyes and think and think happy thoughts. <laughs> if that's what's Let's happening, I might I might actually think some happy thoughts. This is the point at every time where you get the new listeners like, Oh, what the fuck, bro? I mean, come on, man. What the fuck, bro? 
How about JYD? Talk about Bruno. Well, we talked about JYD for a whole episode on Patreon. Uh, let's continue. So Tracy Smothers has taken on Van Hammer in the next match. And I already knew when I started this who was going to win. And it really just made me angry. I got really pissed off here. Mm-hmm. I'm really, really mad. I'm really mad right now. That's all I'm going to say. I don't know how else to say it. Tracy I Smothers. Down, I wrote down four words. Poor Tracy fast, fast forward. Poor mm. Tracy fast forward. Yeah. Um, Van Hammer does that stupid leg drop, then the stomp by Hammer when he's getting all his hammerheads into the match that no one cheers for because they don't give a shit about whatever he's doing in this ring. And um, look, they found the five fans who wanted to dance to it in a, in a building full of a couple thousand wrong guy. won, terrible booking, but it's okay because Tracy Smothers is a legend and Van Hammer isn't come on. And that's my only thoughts. He just got inducted from, to the rock and roll hall of fame with the free birds. Yeah. With the free birds. Yeah. That, that makes that legitimate. Let me tell you. They had him on the fucking VH1 behind the music, Van uh, Van Hammer. So I think you're thinking about Van Hagar. Oh. Uh, after Van Hammer, the wrong guy won, we see a replay of Barry Windham, Ron Simmons, and Dustin Rhodes. Uh, the promo from The Clash that Barry cut. Uh, Doc, I know you don't particularly watch replays, so I'm just going to keep on moving if that's okay with you. By the way... I'm listening. Van Hagar wasn't terrible, but it didn't need to ever exist because Van Halen was so much better. Well, yeah, it, it wasn't bad, but I mean, it's I mean, the original is just so fucking great. Right. I dedicate this one to the ladies. <laughs> I, don't I don't even know what Harper's talking about, but that was funny. <laughs> I dedicate this one to the ladies. The ice cream man. All right. You know about that one, Mike? Nah, I have no clue. I'm. Clueless. He's your ice cream man. Stop him when he's passing by. Yeah. Okay. When I heard ice cream man, I started thinking about Master P. <laughs> what a. What, a, what yeah. an asshole. I posted this on Twitter like several months ago. Hopper, you, you know we do this. Like, like I go, man, rap lyrics today are so dumb. Like I'll hear one of my kids playing something. And then, but and you then, come from make him say, uh. No, no, no. So then I started quoting Master P one day on Twitter. I was like, hit the block block, dressed in white with some baggage of bows, pocket full of stones. I can't lose these hoes. Mr. Ice Cream Man, they call me Master P. And I'm like, what the piss did I just say? I'm I'm like... I'm like, yeah, because those rap lyrics were good in 1997 or whenever, six, five. Uh, that Ice Cream Man was before that. What am I thinking? Point being, like, we're quick to be like, boy, that stuff today is terrible. And then you start quoting your lyrics from when you were a kid. And it's like, wait, nobody. We were just as bad. Everything Everybody's, was not always airtight, brother. sucks. Make yeah. Say, uh. Nah, nah, nah. I'm the colonel of the motherfucking 77 Buick Skylark. Okay. Hey, do Um, we do we do more to bring together the races of all the races than any other podcast in the world? Yeah. I hope we do. I think we do. I mean, we are very diverse. 
That's we right. got a very diverse group of listeners, except for when Harper's out there making fun of me on like Facebook and whatnot. Whatever, like today, bro. he tagged me in some picture of some. I didn't see that on the book of the on the book of the territory uh, page. I didn't realize it was just. I just posted it. <laughs> he, post, he posted it to his page. <laughs> ah, ah, man. Yeah, I think we do. I think we do do our best to 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 bring. Not only races and ethnicities, but how about the genders? Genders, the genders and political parties and all that. We bring yeah. everybody together here, man. We're Gen- we're like we're like the working people, bro. We're like podcast Jesuses. We really are, man. We really are. I mean, different sexual orientations. Everything, bro. We yeah. don't care. Bring it here. We have okay. plenty here for you. If as long patron, as you can take if your jokes. Patron payment clears. You could do bad things to barn animals for all I can. That's not man. true. Uh uh-uh. uh. We do not feel that way. But um, yeah, we it's bring we bring people stuff. together, man. I mean, <laughs> as long just, as <laughs> we're as long Bob, as you can back take. They're bending over a goat. It's just kid stuff. It's just kid stuff. Come on, it's like collecting so that baseball is... cards, but we're naked and climaxing. That's an <laughs> insult to like all things. That's kid stuff. Yeah, it's just kid stuff. Come on. It's like watching the fucking Scooby-Doo cartoons. Uh, you think of, that... Speaking of kid stuff... Latrell got the talk. Okay. Talk about... You act like the birds and the bees. He acts like... Yeah. I like He told me that a couple weeks ago. I was like, oh. okay, that's good. Well, how old he is he? Uh, he's 11. Oh, well... He's, he, he, he's not... Doing stuff like that? No, I I think wanted, it was too he early. Was curious, and so you gotta you know you gotta meet kids where they are. And he heard enough and said, "This is gross." I said, "It absolutely <laughs> is. It's terrible. <laughs> it's, it's terrible. <laughs> it's disgusting. It's even worse than it sounds." And when you're out there in the wild with it, it's it's awful. <laughs> it is gross, but uh, you think he looks at <laughs> stuff on the internet? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you? Yeah, I mean, pretty much. <laughs> These little lucky bastards now. Uh, no kidding. They got Instagram. They got everything, bro. We were Scramble Vision and Sears catalog. Mm. Hoping Sears that somebody catalog. would go. Somebody You could get to somebody's house with cable and their parents would go to bed and let you watch Showtime or Cinemax. We used to watch that stupid ass show called Dream On. They used to come on HBO in like the late eighties, early nineties, just because like every now and then you'll see Tit. I mean, they would show my buddy would have like Cinemax, and they would show like these French flicks and shit, these foreign oh. films with all kinds of shit in it. Yeah, that's what pushed uh, VCRs past beta. Was porn. He's not lying, Mike. Harper with the infinite words of wisdom. Because like, let's get porn companies. Uh, they uh, decided to go with VHS, and that's what. Because Beta was actually better quality. Right. I think. I think VH1 you could hold more. I don't want to say footage, but you know you could hold more shit on it. But but yeah, but the Beta had better sound and color and and everything else. Dude, just imagine. Back in the day, if you wanted to watch a porn, you had to go in some disgusting 
ass <laughs> theater that probably has more fucking <laughs> DNA on the floor and the seats. But you thought your feet would stick was sticky with with the coke spilling, and then you would just sit there, and it, it, there'd be a guy like you know a couple of seats down, just fucking, fucking doing it, and they'd be like, "That guy's doing it too," and there's that guy doing it. Oh God! I try not to think about things like that, Harper. But, I, I really but, do. But, I mean, just think about that. Like, if you wanted to see porn, that's what. That's the length that you would have to go to. Or you'd have to get one of those old school projectors like you had to watch movies in, in class. Oh, God. Real Fuck. The Sears catalog sounds like a better option. Yeah, it does. And then, like, I mean, it's it might not be as, you know, revealing, but... um. Though you see, like, the lace, you know, like, is that a nipple or is that just a, a sp- Spot. You like fuck it. It's a nipple. I want to say it's a nipple. So, so it is a nipple, Bruh. <laughs> Dude, you know what's sad? What you're saying right now is perfectly normal. But it, there's a thirty year old out there listening to this right now, who is like, these guys are sick. But now, all you're doing is, is thinking, telling thirty year old is thinking that something is toxic when the only thing toxic was trying to see a titty when you were ten when oh. you back in the day. Well no, no, no. I say thirty year old because if, if the person's if a person is born in ninety three, like by two thousand they had, they had a very access. limited version of an internet. A very limited one. Yeah, My they point had a very is, like, primitive version of it. Right. My point is, at seven years old, they technically could get online and wait a ten minutes to download a couple of pictures. Okay, I'll forget about take. video, of pictures. Bruh, Harper is speaking of a time when there was no downloading anything. You either had the Sears catalog, or you had a videotape. Yeah, or or a videotape, or maybe you got a hold of a friend's well, dad's. Collection Playboy of mags, yeah. God, I mean, I'm I'm not. We're not being sick here. We're just speaking reality. It's the same world in which you sat there for half, for minutes on end on NFL Sunday, wondering what other teams were doing while you were watching your game. Fuck, I remember I was like 13. I had this like Club magazine. Remember Club? It was a real sh- like yes. trash bag porn magazine. Cafe, brother. Well, uh, why? Right. I'm just playing, man. Yeah, and, and I remember it's like I want to know what tits feel like. <laughs> this, like, this looks fun, and I want to do this. I want to know what that feels like. Well, the magazine ain't gonna show you that. Yeah, but it, it was fucking cl- kind of close. I feel bad. We're we're talking about this while a fantastic match is taking place. Oh wait, okay, there you go. Okay, so let's let's get back to some wrestling. Arn Anderson is taking on Dustin Rose. No, seriously, you know, this is a, he would rather do this show with Lance because they could talk about wrestling. Leave Lance alone yeah, for one. You think, you think Lance brings up jerking off? No, <laughs> he's too busy doing it to talk about it. <laughs> he's like, ah, oh, yeah, this is what Ice Man. Oh, yeah, wait, 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 wait. 
Okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. This was Iceman Pete. I, I need y'all to refocus and the watch this Link, spot. Uh, shows up here, and there's Mr. Link, and... <laughs> I need y'all to focus. Arn, Arn is about to hit it leapfrog on Dustin, and he legit acts injured like he's blown out his knee, and Arn is on a mat in pain, and Paul even gets in a ring and offers offers Rhodes money to walk away from the match. Arn miraculously recovers and hits Dustin with a DDT. It's really... It was really, clever. It was well very done. clever. And Arn... If you didn't know this and you were seeing this for the first time, you're like, man, he's really hurt. He blew his knee like, out on a leapfrog. He looked frog. like Shane McMahon out there blowing out a knee. That's exactly what you would think. But um, his knee was fine. And he, I got a question for you. Yes. And I think it's time that we ask this in a serious way. Paul Heyman, the greatest manager of all time? No. No, because you still got Bobby Heenan out there. Heyman's starting to stack years on top of years, though. Oh, now? Yeah, uh, not then. 2023, who's the greatest manager of all time? Well, yeah, it is him, but I mean, I know he's great at his craft, but who else is out there? I'm just saying well, he's going on 30 years. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard not to give him credit. Oh, yeah. For, what Doc is saying. I mean, he right. he's phenomenal. Like, he's just... But for somebody like me who's seen Bobby Heenan and Jim Cornette and it's it's like almost trying to... I mean, I he, know, pops, I have he trouble, pops man. my kids every... We watch it down on Friday nights if we're home. He pops my kids every time he's on TV. He's great, but Hopper, do you put him ahead of, of Bobby Heenan? No. That's where I ha- that's that's the line I that I, I struggle with. Yeah, that's another line. Like the thing is, he, f- for longevity purposes, he's done it for longer than anyone at this point. Um, just managing, but it's still hard because when I think about Heenan in his prime and Cornette in his prime, man, they, those dudes were those dudes were great. They're one liners. Paul doesn't have Paul Heyman doesn't have the one-liners that they had, but he's a hell of a he's when he when he was crying and had a tear shedding from his eye a couple weeks ago on SmackDown. I was like, this dude's good. Yep, this um, dude's good. Somewhere in here, a DDT doesn't finish it. Yeah, it was what we were talking about a second ago after the leapfrog. Yeah. Arn, Arn leapfrog. I always got and nervous pretends, when you when, when Arn, people did what Arn just did, where he grabbed him by the inside of his tights and punched him in the stomach. Like, but no one does that anymore. Nobody too- does it. Yeah. And I like that. That's a that would that, that used to be like a really like a heel staple back in the day, Hopper. Yeah, not anymore. Nope. Now they just. I'm just. I don't gonna, know what they do. We're just gonna stand there and just. You're going to hit me, and I'm going to hit you, and I'm not going to try to stop you, and you're not going to try to stop me. We're just going to keep doing this. Well, here's the finish. Dustin is firing up, and he goes to the top rope. Um, He gets uh, off the top rope and puts Arn in a sleeper. Then he hits Arn with a bulldog and is about to pin Arn, but Larry Zabisco runs in and breaks it up, and we end up with a DQ. Steve Austin hits the ring, and Barry fights him off. 
Uh, Barry gets Paul's phone and he starts hitting Austin with it. He puts a figure four on Austin. Austin is selling the hell out of it. The faces end up powdering as the rest of the heels make it into the ring. And the crowd was really going nuts during this. Really going nuts. Um, Might've been the high moment of the show. Doc, what were your thoughts on the finish and all the aftermath? Yeah. I mean, I thought that the, the heels got there real fast. It was like they were already on their way down the, the run, the aisle and hit the ring. But what else were you going to do in a TV match with Arn and, and Dustin? So I was just like, I'm going to appreciate the match and the match delivered. Yeah. It was a contender for two, two award. both of them. Oh yeah. Crowd's going nuts, like I said. Good stuff. Good stuff overall, though. Good stuff. Any good other, kid. Good kid. Any other thoughts, Doc? No. The next match, Johnny B. Bad versus Rick Thames, I guess is his name. And JR talks about Pillman punching Johnny B. Bad at the Clash when uh, they were cutting a promo together in an attempt to, it seemed, to turn Bad or Pillman baby what? face or heel. That looks like an underage girl that Mero no, put a. Not. Okay, I don't know, bro. That looked like an underage. That uh, looks like an underage girl. What the fuck putting, is that girl wearing? She was like a I don't, ship captain. I don't know, but if you're under eighteen, you should not be putting dollars into a grown man's garter. Okay. How do you know she's under eighteen? Because two of them looked under eighteen. If of the we three don't that know, money. Harper, we're gonna be extra conservative to make sure. Wait, right. Wait. Go back. Hopper, they were minors. And it wasn't close. Not the first one. The first one I'll give you a pass on. She potentially, yes, she looks like she's of age. The next two, the next two, I'm trying to pause it. That one in the white shirt is not 18. The one with the glasses might be 12. (laughs) Yeah, she looks like she's still in high school. Exactly. It's like uh, a barb from fucking Stranger Things. I don't know what that means. That are those are minors, okay? Yeah, those are yeah the children. You see, the one wearing the glasses definitely. uh, uh, She looks like she's in high school, but the other one, I think she's okay. And you know part of the problem too, Doc, is me and you can't give it a pass because we saw a six-year-old at the Clash with a dollar bill in her hand trying to put it in Johnny Bad's garter. No. Yes, <laughs> yes, and we and we and we rightfully so ripped it to shreds. We were like, "This is dumb." A like what? A little girl trying to put a uh, 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 money in his uh, tights. At the most, she was seven. Oh my god! Yeah. That was with Barbie money. And look at this dumbass with the tie dye on, wanting Johnny B. Bad to shoot his stick on him over there. You see this fool? I had a note for that. Look. Hey, entertainment is hard to come by in Kansas City. Okay, hold on. Johnny B. Bad's got his confetti stick. Everybody listening to this knows about this by now. He runs over from ringside, like up both sides of the ring, and he's about to run over to this dude who's three, four, five rows in, who tied to his shirt on. He's going nuts because he wants Johnny Bad to shoot his stick over there. 
Well, shoot your stick over there. Do it. Dude's right got a Zorro thing. mask. All right. Doc, any thoughts on Johnny B. Uh, Bad defeating Rick Thimes or Thames? It's it's very quick. He knocks him out and wins. That's what he's supposed to do. That's right. Um, No, I didn't have anything because it was too fast. It was very quick. I looked All right. And, up. It's still there. Being, it's still used. Why would they build a new one in Kansas City? They're only sporting. I mean, their teams, pro teams, play outside. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They'll have a basketball team. So you don't need a new uh, indoor team. arena for no. Motley Crue to come play in, or it was you... built in 1934. It's pretty good. Yeah, and they renovated it in like 2017. Well, yeah, you got to upkeep it at some point. You got to get it ready for COVID. Or else it turns into the to the downtown municipal auditorium in New Orleans that is just yeah. sitting there. I think the Sacramento Kings were in, in Kansas City, right? Doc would know. He's the I NBA believe, guy of the three of us. I believe so. Yeah. All right. Um, Doc, any other thoughts? They show no, a replay of Rude Austin. Already. No. Well, no, I was talking about the replay. No. Well, you ain't got to get hot with me. When have I what ever about, had anything to say about a replay? What Unless about, it's a um, replay of Sonny and her boyfriend. What? There comes what are, fucking Steve-O looking like some pissed off dad because you're not playing this kid. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to it. Here it is. I know you've got some things to say. You're about ravishing Rick Rude. It's all yours. You know something, Jim Ross? I've been in this business many, many years. I've been a ring veteran for many, many years. And I've had my butt kicked many, many times, ladies and gentlemen. I've had it kicked on several occasions to where I got out of the business on three different occasions. But I found my way back. I found it in my heart to come back to this business. And now, at the class, in Topeka, Mr. Ravishing Rick Rude. Now you've added injury to insult, my friend. I not only took one rude awakening, but I took two rude awakening from you, my friend. And let me tell you something, Rick Rude. If you are within the sound of my voice, listen to me now. I will meet you anywhere, any place, any time. Just bring your swiveling hip body on down to the dragon. I want you right now. How much can everybody take? You took that belt and you scrapped me like a dog. You hit me with the buckle several times. You made me embarrassed in front of national television. But I'm calling you out now. How does it feel, Ravishing Rick Rude? You are to be the hunted. You are the one that's going to be the animal now. Anything that I have to do to get my hands on you, Ravishing Rick Rude, I will do. I will succeed. I will conquer. The dragon will prevail on you. Ladies and gentlemen, a fire-breathing dragon, Rick Rude, you... Doc, when, after the clash, when we reviewed it, I started thinking about this angle with him and Rick Rude. 
And you said something, I don't know if it was during the clash or before the clash. You said something about, or maybe it was another show. You started talking about Bonnie Steamboat. Mm-hmm. And it triggered a memory. They're going to do this angle where they make it seem like Steamboat is cheating on his wife. Because he's, cause he's trying to pursue Medusa. Oh, no. <laughs> and I kept go back thinking, I was like. Go back a little bit, though. Okay. To the to, beginning to, when Steamboat first comes out there. Oh, okay. I can't wait First to get to, to Bonnie. What's on his shirt Do- there? I was trying. Yeah, I was wondering. He looks like he looks like thing. the manager at a steakhouse that's got like his, his <laughs> badge on, and then he gets mad at the table and just rips off his shirt. Oh, this is. I don't not know what that is. Rare, I was trying sir. to pause it. This is not medium rare. <laughs> I asked for my prime rib to be medium rare. And it's this is not medium rare. This is this is very much well done, sir. Yeah, I can't hey, tell what that here's says. Here's the thing: blurry. Steamboat's not great, but he's believable here, and yeah. that that gets you the pass that Sting doesn't get. I think he's fine, like that. But like the way he cuts that promo, that's why he can never be a heel to me, like a good heel, because Steamboat angry doesn't. No, you're doesn't, right do it for me but but he's good here because he's fired up because of what happened to him he i mean he got beat with a belt and his back was hydrated hopper so he's angry you know all right we'll keep moving but doc i cannot wait till they do that thing where they're talking about bonnie on tv and yeah we're yeah that sounds riveting The next match is Big Van Vader versus Kevin Grant and Carl Robertson in a handicap match. We get a pitcher-in-pitcher promo from Vader, where, uh, uh, or sorry, from Harley Race. And Harley Race is like, Vader um, is coming for Sting. And that's basically it. Vader beats these guys, pins them relatively quickly. He does not give these guys any relief. Thoughts, Doc? I guess not. No, this is another little fella too. When when does when do we get the strap on him? Like the rocket strap to him? Well, we got to get to one more person before we get to him, I believe. Okay. Somebody that you don't like too much. I don't like anybody, so there you, it could be anyone. Okay, fade, brother. No spoiler alerts here. You know, people I mean, get mad when deep, spoilers happen on the show. Deep dark Africa here. In What's terms that? Whoa! Of, in terms of my dark period, we ain't got What's no internet. Mean, si- we ain't got no inter- internet signal, running water, or electricity. I have never seen any of this shit. Yeah, yes, me neither. Uh, any other thoughts on Vader winning quickly? No. All right. Like, Ricky I don't Morton. think I had seen one minute of 1992, other than maybe the War Games match. Until we hit January of this year. Okay. I was about to say, I knew you've seen the war games because we've talked about it on this show before. I'm not trying to lie or use superlatives. I'm telling you the truth. Ricky Morton is taking on Brian Pillman. Johnny B. Bad is on commentary for this one. He says the light heavyweight belt belongs on his waist because I'm the prettiest man in wrestling. His words, not mine. Doc, any thoughts on Morton and Pillman going at it here? They don't give him a ton of time. Well, it, I thought Pillman turned heel at the clash. And yet he's firing up like a baby face right here, ain't he? And fighting a heel. 
and fighting the heel, Richard Morton. You think it's taped prior? Well, this well, was they... taped on the 22nd, and the clash was before that, so... No. <laughs> um, I hate I think... the angle of J- Johnny B. Bad being a light heavyweight, unless he was a heel, lying to be that weight. Like, you but know, he's the prettiest man in wrestling, Doc. Uh, yeah. that, that's not enough. Okay. Uh, Morton hasn't won a match in months, yet he's in a number one contenders match. <laughs> I just can't it. see him being a heel, man. Which one? Uh, Star Ricky Morton. Yeah, he did it here, and he's been doing it for quite some time, Mr. York Foundation. Yeah, I just don't. That doesn't work Boy. for me, brother. Yeah, he had to be pissed off during this time, too, if you think about it. Oh, yeah. Or because... he was doing pin me, pay me, and right. broads I mean, in the back. I mean, where's he going to go? Smoky Mountain. <laughs> we ain't far off from that. Oh, yeah, that's true. Huh? Yeah, Smoky's <laughs> about to pop up. Yeah. Matter of fact, we are a week from the first Smoky Mountain airing. The, the first shows were taped in 91, but... I'll never forget that episode. It's like episode four, five, or six. And it's in that part of the bigger Coliseum. And those walls were that just, I think I called it sex abuse yellow or something. Oh, my God. <laughs> it looked like the saddest place on earth. It looked like the sad. It it was if, if a color could be unemployment, it was the color <laughs> of those walls. And then they showed this toothless woman from Smoky Mountain dancing in the crowd at one point. It was so sad. That mustardy it lo- yellow just. Oh, the I think I think you even said I think that's a quote from you. This place looks like the saddest place on earth. <laughs> it did. It was. I think you said I, that in the show. I mean, I remember it looked that. like some place my parents would have drugged me to when I was five in the early, early, late seventies or early eighties. This is the early nineties. <laughs> All right, Doc, you are so true. So, Morton. I'm going to go to the finish of this. Pillman is manhandling Morton, backdrop to Morton, then a chop that sends Morton flying to the outside. We saw it on a video version. Pillman is fighting with an edge, as you can as you say. But anyway, he still looks like a baby face. Pillman goes to the top rope, but Johnny B. Bad is doing commentary, and Johnny B. Bad shoots his confetti-filled pipe in Pillman's face right here. That doesn't seem like something a baby face would do. And Morton is going to pin Pillman. And um, I'm with you. Now, at the same time. Yeah, I'm confused. Well, hold on. I will say this. Pillman did sneak him. So he has a legit reason to have heat with this man. He punched him. I mean, he, you know, out the blue. So I get it. But I hear you when you say that doesn't seem like a babyface move. No. So, so Pillman's a face here. Well, no, yeah. see, here's the thing. Like, Pillman snuck Johnny B. Bad at the Clash. So, I mean, I get why Johnny B. Bad is mad. They even did, he, he even did the, the little double headbutt thing. Did oh, the and then heels. Brad Armstrong comes out of nowhere, too. We know Brad's a baby face. I don't yeah, know, bro. It's... This is, come on. <laughs> but he shot his stick in his face, though. Well, it's just <laughs> kid stuff. Come on. It's not kid stuff, but we'll continue. 
All right. Well, we work towards the main event of the show. It is Bobby Eaton and Steve Austin versus the Steiners. Larry Zabisco subs for Austin because Austin's knee was worked over by Barry Windham after his match. Um, so Austin can't compete. Uh, then why is he in wrestling gear? You need to call K. Allen Fry and ask him that. I can't answer that for you. Any thoughts on this match, Doc? This is the main event of this week's show. I feel like they just throw in the Dangerous Alliance members willy-nilly. Well, I don't like it because, you know, Bobby and Arn are, the are champs. champs. And this just this this makes me think of something you'd see nowadays on like WWE. Right. Oh, let's break up the champs and and put them have in weird him, combinations. Yeah, put them in a weird combination. I don't know if they do that as much. I'm not as in tune with it to be honest, but I remember 5, 6, 7 years ago they it felt like they did that all the time. You're like, "Why all is this guy wrestling yes. with this guy?" It <sighs> makes no sense. So. Here's another problem. What's I that? would Whatever combination of the dangerous lunch you want to throw out there, I would want to see this match. But as I'm looking at the time, I don't want to see it in less than seven minutes. Yeah, because all we got is seven minutes, and that's from the time we go off air. So at Not this from point, home. I realize we haven't even started nothing, the match. Nothing of consequence is going to happen, and it's going to end in a shamaz. Now, I would have thought that anyway. But I would like to give this a good fifteen to to build and take me somewhere. Well, that ain't not happening, so not rushing. <sighs> now so we what? do get some Is good bumps. Are you marinating over there now, Harper? Oh yeah, just kid stuff. Come on, relieve it, bitch. Why don't you stick an alka seltzer <laughs> up your ass and start beating them off? <laughs> <laughs> These are, hold on. These are not the balls. I'm sorry. Wait, what did you say, Doc? These are the balls you're looking for. These are the balls you're looking for. These are. (laughs) (laughs) He popped Hopper so bad. Everybody was like, oh my God, Hopper lost it. He couldn't breathe. Yeah, he did. These are the balls you're looking for. Do that with do that with Lady Harper. Just run your hand over and go, these are the balls you're looking for. Stop being vulgar, Christopher. (laughs) What'd you say, Hopper? These are the balls you've been looking for. (laughs) (laughs) You will will bring Han Solo and a Wookiee to me. (laughs) (laughs) Did you just nickname your balls Han Solo and the Wookiee? (laughs) My left nuts Han Solo, my right nuts. I knew a guy. I knew a guy who got hit in a high school baseball accident, and his one of his nuts would grow to like grapefruit size. He had to go get the fluid drained. Oh, yeah, and it repeatedly. And he would call his balls the Death Star and the Tie Fighter. That's funny. These are the balls you're looking to drain. It probably looks like it, like the moon would look like the earth. 
fucking a science book. Oh man. He said he yes. would he would bust through underwear like every six months. Oh boy. Oh my god, come on. His balls was was like the Hulk. It would just start fucking growing. Like the Kool-Aid man busted through a wall. Oh yeah. Come on, Hopper. What's up, Hopper? What the hell, bro? Get control. Well, I'm sitting there trying to talk about, talk about wrestling. Hey, oh, in the blue, you got Mills over here. These are the balls you're looking for. I mean, nobody wants to hear that. Hopper, by the way, it's, it's not even Craig fucking funny. Craig W. also said, whenever me and you start imitating Darren at the same time, he's like, bro, it sounds like two dogs howling. <laughs> Oh, Hopper, come on, man. Oh, champ. <laughs> yeah, y'all, oh, uh, it's just the doorbell that rang. You know, <laughs> nobody's breaking in. You two be quiet. <laughs> All right. There he is there right he there. there. Oh, man. Um, Doc, I this match is almost over. It's not going anywhere. It didn't long, go long enough at all, man. It was, like, ridiculous how quick it was. Come get me when I mean, you decide to do this for real. Yeah, I mean, it was so short. Anyway. I swear um, Zabisco has gotten a hold of the Steiners and said, it's time to retire. He's not He's not that close to retirement, actually, but okay. it's neither here nor there. Um, So Scott Steiner is going to hit Larry with a double-arm powerbomb, but in the ring, Eaton makes a save by hitting Scott with a Alabama jam. Paulie was distracting Rick. The bell rings, but we don't know why. They don't even say what's going on. Um, one of the Steiners is Spike Pile driven by Larry and Eaton, and then we go off here. Okay. And that was how it ended. It was, like Doc said, it was quick and no resolution. But, again, they started ringing the bell, and it's like they wanted you to assume yeah, I guess that's what it was. A DQ, Steiner's win, but yeah, that was it. And yeah. that's that. So a rather mundane ending to, I don't know, it wasn't a bad episode, Doc. So we got to rate it and hand out some Rolexes. Before we do so, remember, become a patron by going to tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Get access to the Dark Side of the Ring episodes we've done, the Tales from the Territories episodes that we've done. Clash of the Champions that aired last week or that we reviewed last week, Clash 18, plus all previous clashes, 17 of them are available as well. Tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Best way to support this show and to help the show out and keep the show going. All right, Doc, time to rate it and hand out the Toot Toot Award. What are you going to rate this one? Not as good as some other episodes we've seen recently. Not as bad as it could be. Hour and 25 minutes. Kept it under an hour and a half. I'm going to go with a B. These are the balls you're looking for. I'm going to go B, with a B, B as B for balls. <laughs> going with a B as well. Hopper, you didn't watch it, but what are you going to rate it? Uh, I'll give it a C. Mm. Fuck it. All right. What'd you say, Mike? I gave it a B. You just give it whatever I give it for the past six weeks. Yeah. Okay. If that's what you think. You're Fuck working. It, I get it. Nobody else will catch on, but I know your little games. Okay. Yeah. Toot toot award time. Doc, who yeah. are you giving you toot toot to? Uh, this is going to surprise everybody, including myself a little bit, but I think I'm going to give it to uh, Rick Steamboat for his little promo and stake manager get up and all that kind of thing. I'm giving mine to Tracy Smothers for doing <laughs> pin me, pay me to that clown known as Van Hammer. 
Come on. Yeah. Hopper, who are you giving yours to? I'm giving mine to uh to Ricky Steamboat, man. Well, look like right. I look like to piss off Tag because he's pissed because you're not having his 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 kid pitching a big game. I played varsity baseball, so I know he could do it. I know he, he did, did look like the pissed off dad. I, I do have to say that he he certainly did. He did. Yep. All right. Well. Doc, anything else we need to cover tonight as we uh, get ready to get on out of here and no, ride off man, on our Kawasaki mule? With this. I missed the All-Star game. I want to watch Adrian Adonis. Let's one wrap one. this shit up. I know it's that. One I one. got internet. Doc, 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 it's Doc's own fault. He wanted to bring up things at the beginning of the show, which is why it went long. I don't mind. It's, it's just I've had fun tonight, but the fun's over. It's time to go home. Oh, you Doc, you know what I saw at fucking Walmart? What'd Here we go. I don't know if I told y'all. They had uh, Misfits and uh, Iron Maiden shirts. Wow. Now, I, the the Iron Maiden, I can see. The Misfits. Yeah, pretty crazy I couldn't cause... believe it. I saw the Iron Maiden. While I was like, oh, you're coming home with me. How come this didn't happen when I was in fucking high school? No shit, because you'd get to wear it. You'd get to wear it to the first period of high school, and then it'd make you turn it inside out. Yeah, it, he's it, what it, you're looking for. I couldn't believe if I saw the fucking Misfits. I'm like, the oh. Misfits sold like 75 records in the early '80s, and like now everybody wants to be a fan. Come on, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you ought to listen These to this song called "Where Eagles Dare." Sometimes, Mike, it's pretty awesome. By the Misfits, these are the balls you're looking for. No, they they don't say that in that song. Uh, by the way, we were speculating earlier. According to Wikipedia, which uh, you can trust that as a source or not, Wikipedia says that Rick Rude is six foot three inches tall. Okay. So, I Did mean, you ever listen to Danzig Harper? Who? Yeah. Who's that? Danzig. I don't know. Who's I never heard WCW? of WCW. No, that was Danzig. The Dan, did you say Danzig? Yeah, Danzig, D-A-N-Z-I-G. Wow. Yeah, I can't say dude. That that their logo thing, that animal skull was badass in the early nineties. Yeah, well, I, I told you where, where they stole that from. That movie or comic? No, it was a comic book. Called yeah, from Crystar, and they they just fucking stole it from the fucking cover of that comic book, and just this shit's ours now. And, and I don't know why Marvel didn't fucking sue him because it's the same exact skull. There you go, Mike. Y'all are speaking Greek to me right now. Well, I'm sorry if you know if you're not worldly, Michael. Wow, not not culturally uh, yeah, diverse yeah, enough. Is that what you're looking for? Some shit about cocoon. some shit. Yeah. Wow. I know a lot more than y'all think, but okay. Um, all right, Hopper. Well, since y'all are done talking about Danzig and whatever else other uh, stupidity y'all wanted to talk about tonight. Yeah, I think I think we're all tuckered out. Yeah, I'm, same here. Um, Hopper, Tell your children not to come my way. Hopper, hit the new tagline, not the old one. Relieve, you know, the rel- hit it. Relieve it, bitch. <laughs>